Grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. You're invited. You, you probably know what that feels like when you get the invitation to a party, to a graduation party or something like that, a, a wedding or maybe a, a shower, maybe just a birthday party. Those invitations are great because you want to celebrate those things with people, those milestones in their life. You like to be a part of their joy and celebration. But maybe, maybe a time or two you've been on the end of being not invited. That's not so great, is it? When a lot of your friends and, and people that you know, maybe even some family members get invited to something and somehow you were left off the list. That's why I love God's invitations because they are for you, for me, they're for all people. There's never anybody who's left off of God's invitation list when he invites us to come to him. And so tonight we're going to talk about one aspect of God's invitation from Psalm 54. 50 verse 15, where God encourages us to call on him in the day of trouble. I'm going to guess that a lot of you use your cell phone in the same way that I do. I don't know how many phone calls you get during the day, but, but my guess is if you get phone calls, you instantly look at the screen and look to see if there's caller ID, right? some identity as to who's calling you. A am I right? Are you all like me? Do you all screen your calls? Do you, can I just admit, I don't answer a call if I don't know who it is. If they're not in my contact list, I let it go to voicemail, and I figure, oh, I can always call them back if it's important. They'll leave a message, right? So that caller ID works really well when mom pops up on the phone. If at all possible, I'm going to answer that call, right? It's my mother. I should probably talk to her when she calls and has something to say. But I'm guessing you're a lot like me too, and, and, and I don't know if my name got on some list somewhere or, or they sold my information to people, but the last couple of months, I have been getting calls over and over and over from a very curious name, Potential Spam. And I just refuse to answer those calls. And I think you're probably okay with me ignoring those calls and saying, well, that's obviously not something I need to be a part of. If they don't even identify who they are, they're probably trying to sell me something or make my life miserable in some way. So those calls just kind of get dismissed. Can you all, you can all live with that, right? Dismissing potential spam calls. And I think about that when I think about our Bible passage for today. Because I want you to think about the idea of screening calls when it comes to God. Here's the passage from Psalm 50, 15. Call upon me. These are God's words to you. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. Think about that for just a moment. If anyone, if anyone should screen calls, if anyone would consider calls not important enough to answer or to listen to, wouldn't God have every right to screen our calls? Wouldn't he have every right to ignore our calls? On our own, we have this huge problem of sin that stands between us and God so that there's no reason for God to answer those calls. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. And because of that, God should simply dismiss what we say to him. Yeah, here's the amazing thing, that, that same sin that stands in the way is God's reason for the invitation. He says, call upon me in the day of trouble. 
There is trouble in this world, isn't there? I don't know how you're feeling, how you're feeling about the, the second semester after the first couple days of classes, but maybe some of you are already looking at your schedule and saying, oh, this is not going to be good. Maybe the syllabus was shared this week and you said, look at all the stuff that I'm going to have to do before the end of the semester. Maybe you're already trying to figure out how you're going to balance all of the things that you're trying to get in, your, your classes, your homework, work, enjoying your college time, and you're just wondering, is this all going to work out? See, the truth of the matter is, that's what happens. Trouble, disappointment, frustration, those things visit our lives far more often than we would like them to. So what do you do when that frustration comes? Do you quit? Do you complain to others? Complain to God? Do you simply say, God, you have no idea what I'm going through, what's going on in my life? Isn't that the best time to heed God's invitation? To listen to what he invites you to do? To call upon him in the day of trouble? God wants to hear what you have to say. I got some practice with this just about, well, maybe two weeks ago. So permit me to share some personal information with you. Some of you might know that over the break, I had an opportunity to go to Phoenix, Arizona and play in Milwaukee Brewer Fantasy Camp. Now, so that you understand what this is, I played 10 baseball games in six days with a whole bunch of other people who are old like me and just had a good time with former Brewers being our coaches. But I'm gonna tell you this, for a brief time, after all of the planning, all of the saving for this camp, probably almost five years worth of planning, there was a moment where I wasn't sure I was going to be able to go. The Tuesday before I left, which was almost yeah, a little over two weeks ago, I was right out on the sidewalk out there taking care of some shoveling and snow blowing. And I'm not going to get into great detail, but basically I no longer have to manicure a nail on my middle finger. So there I was in the emergency room thinking, Man, of all the times that that could have happened, why right before I'm going to go to fantasy camp, why, God, would you allow this to happen? I was frustrated with myself. I was questioning God. As I sat in that emergency room, I was, I was kind of having, I suppose, just this wallowing in self-pity. And then it dawned on me. I thought, well, what would you say to a student? What would you say to a member who had that same problem? And why could I not apply those things to myself? And you know what passage I thought of? Psalm 50, 15. Call upon me in the day of trouble. And so I asked God, right there in the emergency room, I said, just give me some healing. Help this to be not as bad as, as I was thinking it was. Give me some understanding and some peace of mind of knowing that your promise that in all things you are working for good, that's still a promise that's good for me, too. It took a little bit, but I came to grips with everything. Still went to fantasy camp, got the Brewers trainers to wrap up my finger every single day, could still kind of throw a baseball, swung a bat with my finger off the bat, and had just as fun a time and a blessing as probably could have hoped for. But it was a good lesson. It was a good lesson to me to, to, to when those things happen, when those frustrations happen, when, when you're thinking 
those negative thoughts to, to pour out your heart to God. He wants to hear from us. He wants us to call on him. He loves the sound of our voices, and this is his invitation. He invites you to call upon him in the day of trouble. But I want to go one step further, because God doesn't simply listen to what you have to say, politely nod his head, and then completely forget about what you were asking him. Though he, he knows your troubles. Jesus said it this way, in this world you will have trouble, but, but take heart, I have overcome the world, and then it gets even better. God promises to answer your prayers. Think about that. Just, just let that sink in for a moment. Not only does God want to hear your voice, not only does he invite you to call on him, but he promises that he will answer. I will deliver you, is what God says. We can't always know what the form of that deliverance will be, how soon it will happen. Sometimes God asks us to be patient as well. But here's the thing, we know we can trust God's love. We never have to doubt his goodness. Don't we see God's love for us every time we look at the nail holes in Jesus' hands? Don't we see God's love for us every time we consider Easter Sunday and the fact that Jesus rose from the dead to guarantee your forgiveness and mine, to guarantee his victory over sin and death and the devil? And as Paul wrote, if, if God did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? That's the love that invites you to call on him, that promises that he will hear and answer your prayers, that he will deliver you. Trust God's invitation. Come to him with your troubles. Whatever happens this semester, Maybe it's going to be some health issues. Maybe it's going to be difficult classes. Maybe it's going to be difficulty with roommates. Whatever it is, we just sang it. Take it to the Lord in prayer. He promises that he'll hear and he promises to answer. And then as he wraps up that verse, God says, you will honor me. We can praise God with our lives and we see his hand of blessing even in the difficulties that he allows us to go through. Just a couple of quick takeaways for, from our devotion tonight. Number one, God invites us to pray to him and promises to deliver us. The psalmist in Psalm 17 wrote it this way, I will call on you, my God, for you will answer me. Turn your ear and listen to my cries. Number two, God answers our prayers because Jesus removed our sin. To the Ephesians, Paul wrote it this way, Through Jesus we have access to the Father. By one spirit. Isn't that a great word? Access to the Father. We can take our prayers to him because Jesus has removed sin and made us dear children of a heavenly Father. One last illustration to, to try and drive home how amazing it is that God gives you this invitation to call on him. I can't remember where I heard this. I, I didn't make it up, but, but I, I love this illustration. What if it wasn't 9 o'clock tonight, and, and what if I had in my cell phone uh, the phone number of Governor Evers' office down at the Capitol building, and I decided we were going to put him on speakerphone and call him up tonight, and he would see my number in his caller ID, and I don't believe he has me in his contacts. What are the chances that he's going to answer my call? Less than 5%? Maybe closer to 0%? He's probably not. Or maybe let's take it a step further. What if, what if I had President Biden's number in my cell phone and we called him up tonight and put him on speakerphone, 
What are the chances that the President of the United States is answering my call? Again, pretty close to zero, if not exactly zero, right? But do you see what I'm getting at? That's the governor of the state of Wisconsin and the president of the United States. You and I get to call on the God of the universe. The God who's in charge of all things. The God who loved us so much that he sent Jesus to die for us. That's the God who invites you to call on him and promises that he will hear and answer. What a tremendous blessing that God will always answer. God will always listen. God will always pick up when you call him and he will deliver you and give us reason to honor him. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, what a gracious invitation you have given us to call upon you in good times and in bad times, to bring you thanksgiving for the great things that you do for us, to pour out our hearts to you when the world brings troubles to us. Most of all, we thank you for the opportunity to pray to you because Jesus has removed the barrier of sin that stands between us and you, and you consider us your own children. Give us, Lord, those that confidence to pray to you always and often, to pour out those, those needs that we have to you and trust that you will hear and also answer our prayers. Thank you for bringing the students back safely to the second semester. Uh, watch over them, uh, bless them in their classwork and in all the other things that they have going on. Remind them to call on you in their days of trouble and remind them that you will always hear and answer those prayers. Guide us, Lord, through the life that you give us here to the joy of heaven with you forever. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.